Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 222 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach Greg Audino, reminding you before we begin that if you have a question you would like help with on the show, we welcome you to email it to us at advice at oldpodcast.com. And it is so great to have you all here today for a question that really has our asker in a tough spot. So she's experiencing two separate family struggles, but they've culminated to put her in a position in which I think it's really important for her to redefine what family means to her and just how far she should go for hers. I don't want to get too far ahead, though. I will read her question now. Uh, But first, I do want to remind you that we have a Vibely update at the end of the episode. So stick around if you want to hear more about Vibely and what new habit one of your fellow listeners has turned to. Hint, hint, it's a habit I highly endorse. That's for later, though. First, the question. After a long battle with cancer, I had to bury my mother three weeks ago. Was I ready for this? I think so. I don't expect it to stop hurting anytime soon, but I was able to be by her side and help her until the end. What's more difficult right now is my estranged brother who I've seen more of in the last three weeks than I had in the last ten years. My brother is not so close with any of us, and it was easier to not see him. I try calling him and including him a lot, but part of me is happy when he doesn't answer. The other part feels guilty for not doing more. Now he's shown up during a crisis and is up to his old tricks, making a showy speech about mom in front of people, then getting angry with the rest of us for not being in touch with him more during her decline. No empathy, no trying to bury the hatchet. I want to know if there's anything I can really say to him. It seems like someone has to say something. I want him to be part of the family again for his sake and everyone else's. Okay, thank you for sending this in, Asker, and I am sorry to hear about your mom. Obviously, the last thing you need right now is more trouble, but... I mean, wow, if it isn't ever courageous of you to step forward and try to mend this separate issue of your brother, it's not easy to do. So let's, let's just see if we can help you out. Uh, to me, uh, there's, a, there's a really important question to ask right now. And unfortunately, it's a very hard time to get a clear answer to it. But I really recommend that you investigate why it is that you really want your brother to be part of your family. Now, look, the 
recent loss of your mother is, is going to make it feel more important than it would ordinarily feel to have your brother around. There's no getting around that. So then I guess a subsequent question would be whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Is it good that this event has made you want to keep family closer together? Or is it bad because perhaps it's not healthiest for the family if your brother is indeed a part of it? Needless to say, this is a huge question, and it's not easy to answer at any time, again, let alone right now. But if you want my advice, family should be treated like everyone else. Should we go the extra mile a bit more? I'd say yes. But oftentimes, for our own sake and the sake of extended family, it's necessary to wade through the complicated feelings attached to family and recognize when there's been enough disrespect that it's in everyone's best interest for family members to peacefully go their separate ways for the time being. In my experience, I've seen plenty of people get far more pain than pleasure from working tirelessly to maintain certain family relationships. And they do this because it seems noble, you know. Sticking by family is what we're told to do. But like many things we're told to do, especially if we're told often and told it's honorable, we don't question them. Therefore, many of the people that completely wear themselves out trying to maintain relationships with family members that don't reciprocate, they do so because they're never willing to even entertain the idea that you can uh, give up on family. And I'm sure a lot of you, myself included, feel uncomfortable even hearing me say those words out loud. But after a certain point of trying and providing love, are there really benefits or a sense of honor that comes from forcing a relationship or forcing feelings on yourself or on them? I don't think there are. You said yourself that you secretly like when he doesn't pick up your calls. Just because you keep that a secret doesn't mean it's not true, you know? So I'll tell you what I think many of us are waiting for someone to hear. And this is coming from someone who has generally fine and normal familial relationships. Family members are just people. It's common and it's okay to not want to talk to them. It's even common and okay to not love them. This is even true of parents who don't feel a connection to their children, but sit around waiting to. It's okay. This does not mean that you've betrayed your family. The only betrayal here is you betraying yourself if you don't accept these feelings and then go from there. It's not easy to do, but it's crucial nonetheless. And it's also common and okay for our family members to be less than desirable people. Your brother, for example, he sounds like a classic narcissist. You said he's up to his old tricks when he puts on a show and then shames the immediate family behind closed doors for not including him more. So this tells me that he has an ongoing pattern of making everyone else out to be the problem, blaming everyone else for his misery. Narcissist. He's, he's masquerading as someone who's full of sorrow in front of the group, but when he's around those closer to him, he reveals his true feelings, which are not actually related to your mother, but rather self-pity because he's upset he didn't feel more included. Narcissist. You have to be okay with these truths before you make a decision about whether or not to keep trying with him. You have to put into question the age-old tale of sticking with family no matter what. You have got to separate that advice that's been passed down and develop your own conclusions about it as best you can. And, look, if you find the answer to be yes, 
that you do still believe it's worth trying to keep your brother in the family, then that's wonderful. I am in no way telling you that you should or should not. I'm just telling you to question what we've all been told and be sure you formulated your own opinion. This way, you can proceed with more clarity and confidence behind your actions, whether those actions are to keep reaching out to him or to purposely dial that back. That clarity will help you know what it is that you have to say to him, should that be the route that you take. If so, I would only hope that it's a conversation both honest and compassionate, so he can be held accountable while also being offered a chance to be vulnerable should he choose to take it. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Thank you once more to the asker today for really being brave. I realize what I'm asking you to do requires more bravery, but I do think it'll be worth it for you in the end. And for those out there who aren't in the middle of a family crisis or even a checkered family situation, you have to ask yourself these same questions now so you're better prepared when things do go awry. Family matters always seem to get complicated, and though it's tough to question our beliefs on family, doing so as soon as possible will better prepare you for whatever comes up in the future with them. Okay, and it is now time for our long-awaited Vibely update, everybody. New listeners or seasoned listeners who have somehow missed out, um, Vibely is our online group which provides listeners like yourselves a chance to optimize the lives of others, so to speak, uh, by sharing pieces of advice or recommendations based on the prompts we provide on the app. It's a really great place to learn and to get to know your fellow listeners. I highly recommend you guys join via the link in this episode's description if you haven't already. We even have group chats in there about uh, self-development and health and finance, and there's even a miscellaneous one too for whatever you'd like to talk about. But as far as today goes, one of our most recent prompts was a really powerful one. It asked listeners to share some of their newest habits and why they think others should try them. A great entry came from listener Tanya Edwards, and Tanya says, quote, I've decided to diversify the content I absorb. So I've been absorbing productivity knowledge through podcasts, YouTube, and books. Also, I've been trying to implement them, but I don't see it as a race. In the long term, I will see the results. End quote. Greg here again. I love this entry. Tanya is so right in that there are so many good places to learn from these days. I think it's becoming more fashionable to ask people how many podcasts they've listened to instead of how many books they've read. Uh, and this is also a really great way to hear conflicting advice, which I think is so important, especially regarding particularly divided areas like politics. So thanks a lot to Tanya for her contribution. We are done for now, though, friends. So I hope you have a great start to your week. And do be sure to come back on Wednesday when we will look to help out another one of your fellow listeners with what's troubling them. Until then, everyone. <laughs>